Welcome to Couch to Coast, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are happy jolly live. <laughs> Call me by surprise. <laughs> I didn't think you was going to do that. Hello, everyone. Hello. Merry Christmas, everybody. The 21st, well, this will be the 22nd of December. This episode's going to be going out. Hope everybody's happy, jolly, merry, and full of the festive joys of Christmas. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. I've got a double whammy, though, haven't I, I suppose? I've got the Christmas period to plan for. And then straight after, literally two or three weeks later, I'm getting married. Oh, forget um, that. Forget that. Just, <laughs> just focus on one thing at a time, Rob. Christmas. Well, that's what I do. That, to be honest with you, that's always where my, my mindset is. Get one thing done at a time. So I'm not stressed. I wouldn't say I'm stressed, but planning for Christmas, getting yeah. all the presents and everything ready, uh, and the festivities ready for Christmas for the kids. Because it's more, it's more about kids, isn't it, for Christmas. It's nice oh, It's yeah. nice for us as adults, but it's more about the kids, and it's more making sure that the kids enjoy when they go see Santa and they see the reindeers. And, um... It is all about the kids. Does yeah. Laura still listen to the podcast? No, not really. No. Okay, here we go. Honest question, then. What are you looking forward to more, Christmas Day or your wedding? <laughs> Being honest... The wedding, the oh, wedding, genuinely. Liar. No, no, honestly, not. Yeah, because I'm getting married for one. For people that are listening, because people, I know that people listen that will talk to Laura. I am looking forward to the wedding purely because having everybody that I love and everybody that I want to be there, there, and it's a nice. Because that's the reason why we had it in January. We planned to have it in December actually, but we couldn't because yeah. where we're getting married, they have a lot of Christmas parties. But we're having it in January because you don't really have much to look forward to in January, do you? No. You have the January blues, and that's what people talk about. I know we talk about mental health quite a lot. You have January blues post-Christmas with all the financial struggles and things like that. So we thought, well, we'll have we'll have the wedding in January to pick everybody up, and we can have a celebration. It is nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, having, having done both Christmas and wedding. Um, what was your favourite? Uh, wedding. <laughs> Um, I think you because Rachel kinda, listens to this podcast. Because Rachel listens to the podcast. <laughs> um, no, look, we had we got married on the twenty fourth of November, so it was yeah. very close to Christmas. Mm. It was nice because the venue put up the Christmas tree, and we finished yeah. with some Christmas songs on the dance floor, and everyone's just in that nice spirit, aren't they? At yeah. A wedding. Uh, well, hopefully should be. Um, So I'm looking forward to your wedding because I think it's going to be one of them. As you say, Christmas is done. You go on that sort of dip a little bit. Oh, what have I got to look forward to? And then the wedding comes around. So it will will be really nice. I think, um, you know, it's one of them. Will people have any money to spend? So my opinion is a free bar. Uh, well, you'd be lucky. I don't yeah. drink, so yeah, you can I, have as much water as you want to, mate. I, I'll have your share. Um, <laughs> no, it'll be nice. I've got my hotel booked. And the big announcement, if you've seen on Instagram recently, is Rob's inviting all you listeners to his wedding. <laughs> I knew you were going to throw something in like that about the big announcement. I, was, I thought you were going to say that me and you were getting married or something. It's not me and Laura, it's me and you. <laughs> Rob's kindly agreed he's going to drop the address on Instagram and all of the listeners are invited to Rob's wedding so congratulations listeners you will all get to meet Rob in person if you want to turn up you're more than welcome to people turn up as long as you bring me a nice present and we don't want toasters and we don't want kettles just a a donation to the honeymoon will be nice although we haven't got a honeymoon booked Um, but I, I genuinely had a conversation with Laura a couple of months ago and I said to her, would you be unhappy if I ran a competition on the podcast to win a place at the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, absolutely not. <laughs> so uh-huh. you can, you're more than welcome to turn up to the to the wedding if people want to, but Laura might turn you away, unfortunately. The things you do for this podcast, eh? I know. I I'm know. getting you some body glide for your wedding anyway. <laughs> for chubbing in the bath and after the wedding. I just thought I'd get you some lube on your wedding night. <laughs> This podcast is taking a turn. Anyway. It's PG. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it has. But no, I'm looking forward to Christmas. 
Christmas is yeah, going to be good. Um, the wedding's going to be good, but lots of things to look forward to. Um, so, what are you doing Christmas Day? So, Christmas Eve we go around my mum's house. Uh, we've always got a tradition where we open one present. Even as a child, we we will all open one present before from under the Christmas Same, tree. Same, yeah, we always do that. So, um, we do that around my mum's house with all the kids. So the kids will be there. It's the first year where I've got Connie and Bradley on Christmas Eve to Christmas Day. Uh, so it'd be nice. They all go to bed together. Uh, they've all got matching jammers. I haven't got jammers, unfortunately. They didn't do my size in the jammers. So the kids have all got matching jammers. Uh, then we'll wake up in the morning and we will have all the presents, the chaos that ensues, the dog running around because there's so much noise going on. Um, and then we're going to my mum's house for Christmas dinner. And then we'll come back and then hopefully just chill and watch a few Christmas films. What what are you having? Turkey. Turkey, yeah. It's always got it's got to be turkey. She did a goose a couple of years ago. Turkey and goose. Uh, wasn't that much of a fan, but I do like turkey. Must have very posh turkey and goose, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's the plan. That's hopefully how it will happen. What about Sounds you? Lovely. Um, going to my mom and dad's on Christmas Eve just for a, a bit of a drink. They live in a retirement village, so they've got a bar. So we're going to go mm. there and have a few drinks. Um, and then Christmas Day, it's just me and Rachel and the girls. And because we go to Rachel's parents on Boxing Day for a few days, we didn't want to have to do all the cooking and all the Back washing Cambridge. up. Cambridge. Yeah. We're going to the local curry house on Christmas Day. Yes, well, when we were together, when we went to watch the villa, you went and took a call about the curry house, didn't you? Yeah, I did, so you, yeah. You managed to get in then. Tables booked, orders are made, so we can go down there, take our own booze. Kids are eating free. They've got some chicken nuggets and chips. Me and Rachel ordered off the menu. Turkey curry. Turkey. Well, they did offer us Christmas dinner, um, but I just thought, you know what, actually, I'm quite looking forward to a curry on Christmas. I've yeah. never done it. It's what it was. It's quite, it's quite, a lot of people do it, actually. A lot of people do it. Do you know what it is? A few years back in, well, 2017 to be precise, me and Rach got married, as I said, 24th yeah. of November. And then we went on our honeymoon on Boxing Day to Australia. So we were flying out really early. Oh, wow. So what we said was, we don't want to be cooking on Christmas Day. And the last time I went out for Christmas dinner, we went to a local pub up the road. I'm going to call them out. Kingshead, Quinton, <laughs> Hagley Road, you disgrace. Um, <laughs> they... They ba- the wait was absolutely ridiculous and I get people are working and they've given up their Christmas day but it was really really slow and they weren't yeah. apologetic at all a carrot came on my plate a solitary carrot that was as One big as carrot. it was as big as before arm it was undercooked and I was <laughs> like this is really disappointing so I said to Rach this year because we don't want the, the cooking which we've done yeah. for the last couple of years we'll go for a curry we can't be disappointed because it's our local curry house. The food yeah, down there is bang on. Zelsha, Abbey Road in Bearwood. Shout out if you want to sponsor the podcast, Zach. <laughs> um, so we're going down there. We're going to have a good time and um, come back relatively early, I think, because the yeah. table's at quarter past one and just sit and watch the trash teller, you know. Queen's, yeah, Queen, I guess that Queen's speech then, King's speech. I hope the Queen ain't making a speech. That would be awful, wouldn't it? That would be, yeah. Uh, that would be, would be, would be worrying. The King's speech. Did you watch that? No, I don't. I watch it just because it was an old tradition with my nan. My nan used to always, my nan loved the royal family before she passed away. Well, I think she probably does now. She's probably up there with the Queen mm. dancing around. Um, but yeah, so I'll watch the King's speech. I just think it's one of them. It, it, the kids tend to, when they're awake, they have control of the telly. But Christmas Day is a good day for them to have control of it because I really like the Julia Donaldson cartoons. You know, Stickman, yeah, Stickman, Rat. This is Tabby yeah. McTat this year, I think he's. Oh, is he? Yeah. So we'll oh. let the kids have control of the telly until they go to bed, and then we'll start yeah. watching EastEnders. You know. Oh, I don't watch any of the soaps. I don't. Oh come on! I used to watch Coronation Street, but not watch any other. Not watching the soaps. Is there something happening on EastEnders? Somebody been killed? I don't know. We still watched it from November, so I've got a busy <laughs> couple of nights to try and catch up, ready for the Christmas Day EastEnders. Somebody anyway, always dies. Somebody always dies on EastEnders. Somebody's always killing somebody in EastEnders, so it's got to be true. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But that's Christmas. Should we talk about this announcement? Get yeah, back on track. I think I think we should. So we put out there on Instagram yesterday, which was Wednesday, that we have got a big announcement to make, and we could sit here and we could joke about, oh yeah, me and Ben are getting married, or we're we're cancelling the podcast. But I'm going to go straight into it. 
we have been shortlisted for a podcast award. So I nominated us for a podcast award back in, I think it was October. And we've been waiting with bated breath to see if we were shortlisted. And we had a conversation about it. We hadn't told anybody about it. And we had a conversation and we said that we would be absolutely ecstatic if we got shortlisted. And on Tuesday, I think it was. Yeah, Tuesday. yeah, so I got a me- well, I didn't even get a message. I didn't get an email. I looked on the website because I knew they were announcing the shortlist, and we were there. We were there for the best fitness, health, and well-being podcast, and our name was at the top, Couch to Coast. So I rang Ben. The first person I rang, rang was was Ben. Uh, Laura was quite put out. <laughs> <laughs> I rang Ben. What's his number? Way I can't remember where I was going. I think I was going into work, and yeah. It was amazing. It was it was brilliant. It's, it, like I say, we were ecstatic because I never imagined that. Because we, we've only been doing this over 12 months and we've got a good listeners, don't get me wrong, but not compared to some of the people that have been shortlisted. So we were really, really happy. I was really, really happy. And then I Ben was really, really good. happy as well. We've got, we've got loyal listeners. We've found we have, out yeah. that over the past 12 months, we've got some very, very loyal listeners, which we thank you. Yeah personally for each and every one of you but some of the podcasts that have won it in the past looking at the previous results if you go to the website which i'm sure rob can give you the details of and if you look at who we're up against there's a particular other running podcast on there i'm not going to mention his name (laughs) Um, they have bigger numbers than us but they've also been going for a lot longer so what's really pleasing and what i'm really proud of is the fact that within just over 12 months we're in the conversation and being talked about as potential winners of such a good award yeah it's like like aston villa all of a sudden climbing up and being mentioned as champions i'm just happy to be in the conversation of winning the league i'm just happy to be in the conversation of winning this award but it's it's brilliant it is really good i'm really happy yeah we are in good company there is people on this podcast there's i think there's I think it's about 15 different categories, and we are in the best fitness, health, and well-being podcast, uh, and we are in good company in that in that um, category. But there are other categories like football. So, Cammy and Ben's podcast, proper podcast, is on there. Proper football podcast is on there. So there are people on there that are celebrities and little old us that are just sitting there. So if people do want to vote, it's a, it's a public vote. So we've been shortlisted by the the panel at the sports podcast group um but it is up to you guys and me and ben and all of us to vote i've already voted for us obviously um but if people do want to vote we will put the link on to our instagram onto our facebook onto the bio of this um this episode but also if people want to vote you can go on www. I never know if you need to do www anymore because most people don't do it anymore. But anyway, that's https colon forward slash forward slash www. So yeah, it's www.sportspodcastgroup.com. If you go onto that website uh, and look for vote now, you've got a few tabs at the top or on the side, depending if you're on your mobile phone or on the on the pod, on the laptop vote now if you click on vote now it will take you to all the different categories you've got best american football you've got base best baseball best combat sports best cricket podcast best football podcast and smart bang really in the middle is best fitness health and well-being podcast if you click on there really easy to vote all you need to do is leave your name leave your email address ask you a few questions about how many podcasts you listen to when you tend to listen to it it says subscribe to a newsletter. You don't have to if you don't want to. And then you will vote for us to win that category because... I was quite pleased. Less than 30 seconds. Yeah. Less yeah. than 30 seconds. And I would love, absolutely love... I think it's the top three that gets... I don't know, I don't know what the what people win. We're not sure what people win, if they win um, anything. Nor do we care. No, yeah, absolutely. We just, yeah, we'd I like to have a go at winning, right? Yeah, yeah. If we... I would be ecstatic. I'm ecstatic anyway that we've been shortlisted. I think there's more than 50 people applied for this podcast, this this category. And to be shortlisted into the top 12 made my year. Uh, so to get to third, second or first would made my, make my 
um, life, I suppose. <laughs> and now. it's an, it's announced at the end of January, all right? It is. Is it, yeah. So I if you to the twenty eighth of January, the voting closes. If you want to make Rob's January, because there's nothing else in January that Rob is going to be celebrating, then what I would say <laughs> you could do is you could make us win this podcast award because that it would make your January right. It'd be the best thing that would happen to you in January. It would be the second best thing that happened to me in January. It would be the second best. Getting married to my loved one, Laura. <laughs> I ain't going to be making... invited to this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and making Laura my wife would be the best thing yes. that happened in January. But being short, but, but winning this category would be the second best. So what I think we should do, Rob, is pause right there. Pause. Okay. It takes 30 seconds to vote. Yep. We've got the link to, to vote in the podcast description that you are listening to right now. Yeah. Let's pause and give people a chance to vote. Off okay. you go. Okay. Vote for us, vote for us, vote for us. <laughs> Make sure you put your correct details in. Vote for us, vote for us, vote for us. Just, I think they've done it by now. Ignore the rest of the other podcasts. <laughs> let's move on. Woo! But thank you. Yeah, let's. We we really do appreciate you all yeah. listening to us for the as long as you have been listening to us for. We've said you are very very loyal listeners, and we really really are grateful. And if you would vote for us, that would be amazing because it, it would be. All jokes aside, it would really, really make us so happy. It would. It would. And like I said, we're only going to be going a year, so the sky's the limit with regards to what we do in the podcast. We do. We what we do is we do it for you guys. We we never imagined that we'd have the amount of listeners that we have now. We never imagined that we'd be shortlisted. We just did it because we loved to talk about running, and it was what we were doing anyway. Because Ben at that time was still coaching, coaching me. We're just having a conversation about running, so to actually turn it into a potential award-winning podcast is really, really special. So Yeah, fantastic. Should we talk about Strava? Yeah, let's move on to Strava. So this week in the Strava leaderboard, just bear with me a second, let me get back onto the Strava leaderboard. I was messing about with the, the podcast awards. Let him get it up, ladies and gentlemen. Rob just needs <laughs> to get it up. <laughs> Told you, PG, PG. <laughs> so, in third space, at third place from Monday to Sunday last week is with fifty-two point two miles. Well done to Jared Horn. Uh, it seems to be the same people, but that doesn't matter. In second spot with sixty point three miles. Well done to Martin Pratt. And top of the shop with 66.4 miles. Well done, Pat Buckingham. Uh, well done. It's becoming very predictable, this top three. Come on, listeners, let's have a go. I mean, I'm starting my marathon training properly on the 31st of December. So my Manchester marathon block starts on that day, as does yours. We've had, a little, we've had a little chat before this. So the Manchester Marathon blocks are going to be starting. So what you will be seeing every week is number one, Rob Silito, number two, Ben Russell, number three, Dave Morton. <laughs> Hello, Dave. Hi, Dave. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the correct. But anyway, in this week, from Monday to Thursday, this week, again, we've done a little bit early, but that doesn't make a difference. In third space, uh, third place, I keep saying space, with 32.6 miles. Well done to Tony Brown. So well done, Tony. Tony, um, well done. In second spot, she's back. She's clocking up their miles again with 35.4 miles. Well done to Emma Taylor. And then top of the shop with 38.6 miles and seven runs in total from Monday to Thursday, which is quite alarming, really. He's done seven runs. Is Pat Buckingham. Well done to mm. Pat. Uh, and elevation gain of 2,451. His longest run was 8.4 miles. So yeah. Ben good came stuff. onto the podcast. He just just literally got back from a 45-minute easy run. And he said that his 4.5-mile run that he'd just done, hopefully it got him onto the leaderboard. I can't even see your name. Where are you? 14th. <laughs> I'm not even on. I don't think you're right. Oh, where, where am I? I'm right. I've only done four miles this week. I'm there. 92nd. <laughs> God. 
92nd. Out of 177, it's not too bad. It's more, it's less. It's, it's in the bottom half, but I'm still still on that top mm. hundred. This will change. This will change. I've told you this before. It's the festive period. There's so much going on. Uh, and like we said before in the podcast, we are two working dads. We've got family to look after. We've got work commitments. We've got things to do. So January will be the year, will be the month. Well, 31st of December, actually, will be the month when I start to kick in with the marathon training. And I'm, I am looking forward to it. I have missed going out and doing my runs. Although it's been hard to try and get out there. I've, I have missed it. And, and, and I, I wouldn't say my mental health dipping but i can definitely feel that i'm feeling a bit more lethargic i suppose that happens in winter don't it with the cold nights in you yeah i think it's one of them it's it's really difficult to remain consistent this time of year and i think uh, going we we spoke about a couple of times going into when the block for manchester actually starts you know at the end of the month the 31st of december we just wanted to probably make it as easy as you can to go back into that and not feel like you've lost too much fitness i don't think you will i think what we need to do is just try and keep that ticking over a little bit i mean you go to you go to your Monday club runs, you do yeah. that, you do. You generally go and do your part run. Yeah. Um, I don't know, you, have you been playing football recently? Or does that I haven't played it's football not, for a number of weeks, there's always been something happening on a Tuesday, so, I haven't been for it. I think weeks, four weeks. It, it's very difficult to make sure that that routine stays, so yeah. I think for now, the biggest focus for anybody, I would say, is if you can remain consistent, remain consistent, but... Just remember, it is Christmas, and it is yeah. all about spending time with your loved ones, with your family, yeah. with your friends. There are things more important than running. We are a running podcast, obviously, but it, there are more things to life than running. Definitely. We can build your fitness back up. We have still got four months to that Manchester Marathon, mm. so mm. let's just see if we can stay a little bit consistent. But there's been some fantastic running in the group in the leaderboard. Uh, over sort of the last 12 months but mm. it is nice to see that we have got some uh, consistent runners at the top of the board because although this is a podcast for everybody and the Strava leaderboard is for everybody it's nice to for people to have a look at the top and have a look at the people that are up there and showing them how to can remain consistent because yeah. I for one you know I don't I don't do the miles that Pat Buckingham does, um, but it's nice to have a look at what training they do. And mm. there's always someone you can have a look to, to see, yeah. to, to give you that little bit of inspiration. And that's what we're doing, aren't we? We're trying to just yeah. inspire each other and keep each other motivated. I think Strava is really good for that because you, you look at somebody's runs and you think to yourself, and, and, it, and it can turn, sometimes it can turn, the ne- it can turn negative because you start comparing yourself to somebody else. And I, and I remember you saying, comparison was, what was that? Was the Comparison is the thief of joy. I saw that on a, on a film the other day, Candy, Candy Cane Lane, bizarrely. Um, but yeah, you can start to compare yourself to people and saying, well, I was at this point this last year, I was the same, same fitness as them. And, and Strava sometimes can, when you look at your own fitness level and you're looking, it's gone from like 60, 70, 70 odd to like 40 odd, which is mine at the moment. You're thinking to yourself, oh God, it's going to take a lot to get back into it. But Strava has got its positives as well. You can start looking at people's roots and thinking, well, I fancy that kind of run, or I might do that workout. And it's a good opportunity to, to yeah. connect with other people as well. Like you can comment on somebody's and say, can you send me that over connect over the over Garmin or how did you do that run so it's a really good it's like it's basically Facebook for the running world Facebook Strava. for the running world so it ain't happening ain't, if it ain't on Strava it ain't happening it ain't happening so we got some shout outs yeah do you want me to go first no okay <laughs> okay you go I, first then I know who you're shouting I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna fit into married life quite well aren't I do you want me to do this no okay I'll do that you do it first then <laughs> I I am I'm going to do my shout-out first. Go on, then. I bet you do. I bet you do my shout-out, don't you? What do you mean? I bet you take my steal my thunder and you're going to say what I'm going to say. I'm not going to I'm not okay. going to do your shout-out. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do my own shout-out. I'm not going to steal your shout-out. Go on, then. You do your shout-out. I've lost him. I could steal your shout-out. Oh, do you know what this is? I had him on the leaderboard, and somebody's gone and done a bloody run, ain't they? <laughs> Knocked it down. Messed up the leaderboard. 
they am you that person whoever that person is we're not going to name well, any names I can tell time. you who it is I can tell you exactly who, who, it, is who is it that's ruined my shout out so I'm gonna, they're going to be my shout out I'm going to call them out John Dobson <laughs> John Dobson whoever you are you're <laughs> you're a Silverdale runner he is I know, I I've, never, I've met John I think a couple of times You've you, you've made yourself my shout out of the week because you've just ruined who I was actually going to give the shout out to. So John Dobson, congratulations, mate! You are my shout out of the week. Um, so and actually, he's quite a good one. He seems to do a lot of festive running. Does he? John Dobson, Silverdale. Um, he's been out, done a bit of walking. Um, he's done an evening run with a few of the Silverdale runners, looking very festive. Getting some Christmas lights photos in. Christmas lights. A chatty Christmas lights run. So, yeah, I'm just going to settle for that. And John Dobson, well done. You're my shout-out. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll do the shout-out that you were going to do because I've got this person. Um, Go on, then. My original shout-out was going to be for everybody within the, the Couch to Coach Running Club because we've got, as we've, as we've said over the last 12 months, we've got bigger with regards to the amount of listeners that we get. But this has started to grow as well. We've got 177 people in within this group. And it's really good. And it's I love looking on there and seeing people, what runs they've done, um, what discussions are going on. And obviously we use, the, use it for the Cowards to Coach Challenge now. Um, but my the original shout-out that you were going to give was to a guy that I used to go to school with, not in the same year as me. I think he was in two years above me, but was is to Chris Turner. So Chris, I believe, is that new, was it. new new to the world of running. He run, started running in August 2023, runs about three hours per week, mainly doing 5K part runs. And I can tell he's like new that. to the world of running based on why I was going to give him the shout-out. But the reason you were going to give him a shout-out, I've got it here. Uh, on December the 18th, so three days ago, he's labelled it Tour de Cul-de-Sac 5K. Uh, not eight and really couldn't be bothered. However, I've still run a 5K, albeit a slow, dull one. Uh, it doesn't make a difference with regards to how fast you go. I think as long as you get out there and do it. But you, if you look at his strawberry, it looks really, really cool, actually. It looks like a bit like a sea animal because he's run down a cul-de-sac and turned back round and then ran down another cul-de-sac and turned back round. <laughs> so he's that cool. new to the world of running. He doesn't know the road yet and he keeps... I don't think he's <laughs> run that on purpose. Nobody goes out and does a tour de cul-de-sac. He's new to running and he doesn't know what's down these roads. Fair play to you for being creative but ah no you've been found out <laughs> <laughs> he lives in he lives in where i used to live in in leak um and it is it's around the 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 area i believe where he lives i don't know i'm a pickwood pickwood recreation so it's around that area um so well done to, to chris um I just want to go back to my shout out of the week because I've just noted something. So whilst you're listening to this podcast, this is brilliant. If you go to Strava and you go to the run club and you have a look at John Dobson, who I've just given my shout out to, and then you have a look at his photographs, the third photograph that you can see of John, I'm assuming it's John running down the road is of him running with a Santa hat tucked down his shorts. But then behind him, he's a very disgruntled elf running after him. (laughs) And it looks like the elf is running after him to get Santa's hat back. It is absolutely comedy gold. (laughs) Everyone go and check out John's photo. Oh, yeah, I can see. That is the best photo I've ever seen. John looks like he's nicked Santa's hat and the elf has been sent to retrieve it. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it does look quite cool. Well done, John. I think, like I say, I think we we I think we spoke in passing a couple of times. So well done to John, and well done to Chris, and like I said to everybody, well done everybody. It's been twelve months of dedication and hard work. So well done to everybody that has started to run, has picked running back up, yeah. has been consistent over the twelve months, has been not consistent and then pick the consistency back up. Uh, it's it's the way that the world is, and as long as you keep running, as long as you keep enjoying it, that's the main thing. So well done to everybody within this yeah. Strava lead. Keep running, everybody. It's lovely. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. 
let's have a look at this week's competition. So we, last week we talked about um, competition from Burrito. They were going to give us some arm sleeves or arm warmers. Arm warmers that keep your arms warm. And Set up one for each arm. Yeah, one for each arm. This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel. Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists that reduce the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, supports your running naturally. Products include maple ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, run easy marine collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. If you go onto their website and it's CTC15 and you will get yourself 15% off. What's next, Mr. Russell? We're going to talk challenges, the coach to coach challenge. So this week's challenge, I it was quite a funny one. We did it off the back of Adam Huxley doing the strangest things ever, and that is recording a sauna on Strava. <laughs> and he took a bit of banter, he took a bit of flack, did he, Adam? But he was he was very good at it, and he posted in the week about him sitting in the sauna, a picture of where he goes off to let off steam. Which but he did also cool. put underneath it, Robin, Rob Silitone, Ben Russell, you boys are off my kudos list for sure. Yeah, so <laughs> and I don't think I have any kudos of him since there, to be fair, so he's a man of his word. <laughs> I haven't um, ran, so I haven't had any. <laughs> well, that's going to make it a bit hard. But we set the challenge to basically get everybody to record an Adam Huxley. Let's all do a Huxley. And it was to do the strangest things or the shortest strangest thing you could do on Strava and record it. And we had some absolute crackers. We did. We did. So we had Giovanni. So Giovanni, who was on the question in last week, they did doing a Huxley, nothing stranger than recording breathing as an activity, 10 minutes Wim Hof breathing, and then other breathing methods are available and 10 minutes meditation. Then we had Adam doing a Huxley, Huxley doing a Huxley. Expedition to the North Pole on the Polar Express. So he monitored that. <laughs> uh, then we had um, you, yourself, Ben, doing the head over to Instagram. So singing, what was it? What were you singing? I can't remember. The I was singing Band Aid. Band Aid, the 1984 version. Yeah. And then we had Kieran Bedford. Uh, felt like my heart rate was higher than 86. Does this count as Zoom 1 exercise? Doing Huxley within a child's play area, wacky warehouse. And then we've got Jackie Bailey, number one fan, doing Huxley, the Countess Coach Challenge, six minutes meditation to get me up, to get me back off to sleep. So just before she went to sleep. So we had a lot of you people. And the winner, do you want me to announce the winner? Go on, drum roll please for the winner. The winner, this person has already won one of the challenges, so I'll have to get in contact with them to see what they want me to send them this time. I might see them on Saturday actually at the park run. Well done, Julianne. Julianne Kettle. She's coming around quite a regular on the on the podcast, but this was brilliant, and there's video evidence to show as well. She did karaoke. She said, I just did a Huxley Couch Coach Challenge, going out and doing karaoke in my pyjamas. It was only for one second. She literally put a must to put a watch on, then cut, cancelled it, but I did say, uh, that's only for one second, and she did, she did correct me and says you didn't stipulate a time. So, um, absolutely brilliant. So, well done, Julianne. And I will get in contact with you to see. She won the previous challenge of doing a Bedford, actually. So she's done a Bedford and won, and she's doing Huxley, and she's won. <laughs> so she might, we might say we'll do a Julianne Kettle one day. Everybody get out. Next challenge is everyone get out there and do a karaoke in your pyjamas. No, it's, not, it's not really, <laughs> listeners. Don't flood to it. Don't flood to that challenge. Well done, Julianne. So well done, Julianne, and we'll get in contact, and we'll get your prizes out to you. So this this week's challenge, what's it going to be? 
This week's challenge, we're going back to running because we are a ser- we're a serious running podcast. Yeah, I wouldn't been, say we're serious. We're just a running podcast. We've been shortlisted for an award. We oh, are well, a yeah, serious. So, so. What, is, what are we? Health, fitness, well-being podcast. Health, fitness, best fitness, health, and well-being podcast. Yeah. So we're a serious podcast. So we're going to go back to running. So this week's challenge is to wish everybody on the Strava leaderboard. The Couch to Coach Run Club Strava leaderboard, a Merry Christmas. And the way that you're going to wish everybody a Merry Christmas is by getting out there and doing a Christmas Day run. Do you do a Christmas Day run? I haven't. I haven't. I know that Park Run is on on Christmas Day, and yeah. a lot of people do still go and do Park yeah. Run. I yeah. was going to do it last year, but I think I can't remember. I can't remember why I didn't go out. But yeah, I haven't. I've never done a Christmas Day run. Debating it this year, we are debating going mm. to a park run. But Christmas Day run, get out there. Let's see how many people go out in the Strava leaderboard. Do a Christmas Day run and title it "Merry Christmas, Couch to Coached" on the leaderboard. Start that discussion. Take a photo of yourself out doing your run at your Christmas park run or just a leisurely little stroll. Uh, whether that be before your Christmas dinner after your Christmas dinner, whatever it might be, get out there and do a run and we will decide the winner of the podcast challenge. Show us your Christmas Day run. There you go. So get out there, go on Christmas Day and put it on the Strava leaderboard and discussion and put it on Instagram if you want to that you've just wished everybody within the run club a Merry Christmas. Get out there and run on Christmas Day. The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto-download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We are two normal guys that live normal lives, and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Couch to Coached over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. Five with listeners. Five with the listener. Five with the listener. Have you checked our email inbox to see if anyone has sent us a jingle? There is somebody has sent me something. I can't remember who sent it to me. And there is something on this AI that will generate a song for you. So I'm going to look at that. Oh. I've forgotten about that. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Keelan oh. Bedford. I might be wrong. Somebody has sent me something. Have a I look know. at this. And it generates you a, a song. And I did use it, Couch to Coach Challenge. And you can have different themes. So you can have like a horror horror theme. You can have like a pop theme. You can have like a rock theme. The um, AI Jingle Maker. Potentially. I literally cannot remember who sent it to me. And I can't remember the actual name of the, the, the um, thing. But anyway, five of the listeners this week. We mentioned her on the podcast before. Um, and she's your friend, but I would class her as my podcast friend. Podcast I've, friend. I've never met her, but I, I know that you've spoken to her. I've spoken about her a few times on the podcast. So the, this week's Five with a Listener is with Penny Massey. So let's have a listen to Five with a Listener with Penny Massey. Question number one. What's your name, who, slash what club do you run for? Hi, my name is Penny Massa and I'm a member of Hinkley Running Club. I've been running for just over 40 years and I've been a member at Hinkley for 35 of those. Question number two. What are your current running goals? As you get older, I think running goals change a little bit in terms of their content. So for me, um, I'm lucky enough to get a good for age entry into London Marathon each year. So in April, I'll be running London Marathon for the 13th time out of the last 14 years and I really would like to have one more shot at getting sub 330 so that's my first goal 
Um, my second goal is related to coaching. As Ben will know, I'm a qualified coach. I've just qualified as a level three endurance coach. And I really enjoy helping other athletes achieve their goals. So I'm currently working with some of our club members towards their marathon plans. So my goal is for them to achieve their aims with a little bit of my help, hopefully. Question number three. How is your training going? How is my training going? My training's going okay. I, I really enjoy running. It's it's my life, really. My, uh, I met my husband through the running club, my kids both run, and my dog, as you'll know if you follow me on Strava. So I run pretty much every day, and as a result, my training's quite consistent. I've had another really good year, despite having a few weeks of injury back in early January. But I've, I'm, I'm really pleased with how things are going, and I've just done my last race of the year, a 10-miler over in uh, Sneed, um, Birmingham Way. So I think I'm ready now to start my next 16-week block of marathon training on the 1st of January. And this one, question number four, is a regular question we ask all of our guests. What are your current PBs at 5k, 10k, half marathon and marathon? In terms of my PBs, as I've been running for quite a while, my PBs go back to 1992. So I thought I'd do this a little bit differently. I'll give you my 1992 PBs, but I'll also give you my 2023 PBs, PBs because they're more relevant and more reflective of what I'm running at at the moment. So my 5K PB uh, officially is 19 minutes, 40 seconds. But for this year, um, it's 22.18. My 10K PB on, uh, in 1992 was 40 minutes, 29 seconds. Um, my current PB is 45.25. My half marathon PB is 1 hour 28 minutes and 18 seconds, um, whereas over the last 12 months uh, my best run has been 1.36.55. And then my marathon PB, well this was a bit unexpected because on my 25th marathon in London last year I actually ran my PB which is 3 hours 30 minutes and 27 seconds. So I'm, I'm really trying to get rid of those 27 seconds and have one more shot at it in April so we'll see how it goes. Question number five. What is your best tip you can give to someone about running, either starting running or just running in general? My best tip for somebody starting out on their running journey, um, there's so many things you can advise and a lot of the five of the listener guys have already shared some of the things that I totally agree with, such as joining a club, making sure you enjoy your running um, and so on. I think for me, there's, there's two really. The first one is to make sure your running is varied so it's good to do the long steady runs it's good to do the easy social runs but it's also good to uh, take it up a level with the speed work and do different types of speed work um, so I think variety is the key and then the other thing which I'm not very good at is to remember the importance of rest days you just can't achieve your full potential if you're running on tired legs all the time so make sure you understand the importance of those rest days and do take them and the last question is your chance to ask the listeners a question. So what is your question and who is it for? And my listeners' question is for both of you. When I finish a marathon or a long training run, I'm well known for eating straight away. I probably don't even take my trainers off, but I'll have a mug of tea and something sweet, like some chocolate or cookies or flapjack, whatever. So my question to you both is, when you finish Manchester Marathon, what will be the first thing that you will eat? And how long after finishing the marathon will you have to wait until you can eat it? And before I go, can I just say thank you for letting me be part of this. I think your podcast is great. I've loved every episode. I haven't missed one. And may there be many more. Thank you to you both. So there you go. That's Penny's. Uh, thank you, Penny, for getting in contact and doing this. Um, Fiber listeners for us. I love this part of the, the, the um, yeah. episode because you get to find out a little bit about what's going on in people's lives what they're training for, how the training's going. I love that the top tip is something different every week, and I love that the question is something different every week as well. Penny's yeah. great. I did my coaching qualification with Penny, if yeah, uh, anyone remembers, and she was an absolutely fantastic lady, first of all. A really, as we know, a really, really uh, you know, enthused runner, um, very dedicated to her own running. But in the coaching, she was absolutely mind-blowing. Like In the observation of the runners that you had to do as part of your coaching qualification and the way that you explain things because coaching is all about just sort of guiding people not telling yeah. them what to do it's guiding yeah. people and finding their own way 
exactly and her observation and a way of sort of highlighting things to people about their running form and, and stuff was absolutely fantastic so a very yeah. experienced runner a very enthused and motivated runner but also a very knowledgeable coach as well yeah. um so penny yeah. I, don't, I don't know if she is still coaching um i know she did a lot of work with her run club um, yeah that's what she says yeah she does a lot uh, with the run club absolutely fantastic um yeah. To, to I think it's thirteenth, thirteenth London Marathon that she's going to be training for. Incredible, absolutely Incredible. amazing, absolutely. Because she always gets good for ages. She's just said in that snippet there, she gets good for ages, so she does it every, every, well, most years. Yeah. So absolutely amazing. So well done, Penny. Question is, what would we, ha- what are we going to have eat after Manchester Marathon? And how soon after are we going to have something to eat? Are you going first, or am I? I'll go first. Yeah. Go on then. Um. As soon as I can. <laughs> so when I did a London Marathon, I can remember somebody telling me that you need to make sure that you've got in your bag, the, the bag that you collect after, that you've got a can of Coke, so a full-fat yeah. can of Coke, just to replace the, all the energy that you've lost, uh, a bag of plain crisps, so ready-salted crisps, yeah. and something like a flapjack, or yeah. something like, like quite cons- a lot of consistency. Um, yeah. But... I think the main thing that I'll be really looking forward to is a bagel and a cup of coffee. <laughs> Let's all do a Shenton. Let's all do a Shenton. La, 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 la. <laughs> no, I don't drink coffee, so it would be coffee with tea. But I think that genuinely is. When when, ben, when Ken got them out, it was like mind-blowing that he'd, 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 he'd organised it because I hadn't even got time to organise myself in the morning. Never mind, get all that ready. But it genuinely is something that you would benefit from, I can imagine. Because I sometimes go to races and I don't eat anything or unless it's not, sometimes I give banana away, don't they, or a flapjack or something. But I don't tend to eat until I get back. And I'm absolutely starving. And sometimes I feel quite lightheaded, even yeah. after a, like 10K or even a half marathon. And I think it's really important that you replace the nutrients that you've lost. So I think having that opportunity Massive. like Ken Massive. had with a bagel and a cup of coffee and a flask is a really yeah. good, important thing. Um, so I will be... Uh, no, I, won't t- I probably won't take a bagel, but I'll probably. Um, what what do we have when we, we we had a cup of tea, didn't we? When we went and got cup, a cup of tea, cup and, of tea a, and a bacon, bacon sausage, bacon sausage, yeah, bacon and sausage yeah. sandwich. So I think something like that, just to just something to focus on at the end as well. Bacon and sausage. That's what sandwich. they were selling in the uh, the event village, weren't yeah. it? In the Manchester yeah. outside the uh, yeah. Old Trafford cricket ground. I'm not organised enough to get anything <laughs> for myself ready. No, I think I mean it's really important to eat within 20 minutes of finishing your run because mm. you're looking to replace the glycogen that you've used during your run. Uh, yeah. So you want something quite high in carbohydrates. You don't want something that's too, you know, you don't you don't want to eat rubbish, to be honest with you. So you want to basically have something that is going to replenish your, your, your carbohydrate stores, uh, something with a bit of sugar in, give you that bit of energy. Um, and also not forgetting protein as well. If you can get protein's the key thing. So I know if you've got it readily available, then most people might finish like a, a hard session and would have like a protein shake, just like those that go to the gym and lift weights, protein yeah. shake, go-to thing. And a lot of events these days, they do hand out things like protein bars or protein drinks. Obviously, from the sponsors of the event itself normally um i think it was at manchester half i was walking back to get my bag and i was handed a, a protein bar i think they were handing yeah. out protein bars at the time um i remember finishing london in 2012 and it was the first marathon i ever did uh i trained appallingly with my nutrition not only with my running but I finished, I got wrapped in that foil blanket, got my medal, got given the gift bag, didn't open the gift bag or whatever it is that you give you. Uh, I felt so horrendous. I just went and sat down on the side of the pavement and it was it was by the St. John's ambulance tent. And I remember to this day, um, one of the ladies coming out of the tent and she looked at me and she went, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I just feel a bit weak. Like I feel a bit like no energy. And she went, eat the apple out of your bag and I opened the bag and obviously I was a novice to running didn't know in there was an apple and a bottle of water Mm. and all that sort of stuff and they don't just give away this stuff at the end of a race because it's for the sponsorship there's stuff in there to basically start helping you to get better from that run because it's a lot of physical exertion so make sure that if you have been given a goodie bag at the end of the race if there's something in there whether you like it or not 
probably start getting something inside you. Or if you've got the foresight like your Ken Shenton's to pack something in your own bag, then do so. After Manchester, um, I am going to try and get something in my bag, whether that be taking uh, a banana from my bag. When I pick up my bag from the bag drop, I can have a banana. Maybe even getting myself a, a protein bar or something, or maybe a, a bit of a, a homemade flapjack or something, yeah. just so I can get that in. I mean, the way that Kenny's, the the way that a Penny, I've got Penny and Kenny in my head there. The way that Penny's phrased a question, most people think, "Oh, what's the first thing you're going to have after the marathon?" Or you know, a pizza and a pint or something. Yeah. No, I will have that later on in the night. But the first yeah. thing I want is probably something like a banana and a flapjack or something like that yeah i can remember after london like i say when i went after i'd finished london i'm finishing that crossing that finish line getting your medal and man city had played against man united and we were three nil up at the time and i can remember it i can remember it like it was yesterday i, start, I went to sit down and this yeah. guy went behind me literally went behind me and said oh ah. <laughs> <laughs> literally came up behind me from nowhere and said don't sit down and pick me back up one of the security guys he says if you sit down you won't get back up yeah so i mean he came up and he lifted me up through me and i was like Blood, what what's going on and he says best thing to do is go get your bag and he says have you got anything in your bag to eat and i says yeah he says best thing to do is go and get that and eat that and it's the best advice that I ever had because if I sat down, I probably wouldn't have got back up yeah. again. The most, for me, learning from mistakes that I've made in the past post-Manchester half and learning from everything over the years of being a runner, and this is what you do as a runner, you mature and you learn from your experiences. The most important things are to eat, to rehydrate, to drink water. And for me, it's to do a proper cool down because I didn't do that yeah. at the end of Manchester and I lost three weeks of training. So it's... Yeah doing an easy jog it's doing some stretches it's getting all of that rubbish out of the muscles and those are the things that are going to help it's the it's the cool down the, the fueling um and the hydration that's what's going to help you get ready to be able to you know just start moving again um yeah. you're not necessarily going to be focused about your training for at least a week or two weeks after manchester or maybe even for longer than that depending on what your goals are but we're talking being able to you know, stand up the next day. We're talking being able to go to work the next day because we are normal people. To make that process easier, hydrate, fuel, and cool down. Yeah, and and, and that's the one thing that I I, I don't think I did is I, I I ate, I drank, but I didn't stretch or anything like that. And that's what yeah. it, because the last thing you want to do is after a marathon is just stand there and do stretches. I admit that, but I think it's one of the most important things that you do. Um, because if yeah. you don't, you'll regret it. It's um, I mean, I, if I can, cause Rach is going to come with me to Manchester. I think, um, I'll have a bag. I don't think I necessarily need to have the bag drop. If I can get away with it, I'll probably, cause I don't really feel like eating necessarily um if i can get a protein shake with some icing that rach can keep uh on her um or in my own bag i don't know let's see the plans but uh protein rebel recover Mm -hmm. i've I've been using that after my sessions and long runs recently and i have genuinely felt really good so i use the protein recover protein powder i have my marine collagen in there as well mixed up with some milk and some ice give it a shake and that might be what i go to at the end of the marathon because i don't particularly like eating straight away but i know the soon as i can get it in the better so sorry yeah. jackie bailey and all of those stone marathon masters i won't be bumping into you at burger king on the nutsford services this time around <laughs> i'll be skipping that and going straight through <laughs> thank you penny thanks for that question really good question and like lovely, say, to genuine... you, penny. lovely to hear yeah. from you it is lovely to hear from you. And it genuinely is one of my favourite parts of the podcast is, is listening to the five listeners. So if you want to be on the podcast, we have got people contacting us, people sending them uh, to us. So if you want to be on the podcast and you want to be one of the five listeners, please let us know and I can send you the questions. You should all know the questions anyway because we play them every week. But you can answer them. Uh, really simple, really easy to do, and we do genuinely love to hear from you. So please get in contact with us via Instagram or via the email. So there you go. Let's have a look at this week's competition. So we, last week we talked about um, a competition from Burrito. They were going to give us some arm sleeves or arm warmers. Arm warmers that keep your arms warm. And a set of, one for each arm. Yeah, one for each arm. 
Have you had yours? I've had some through the post. I have. Mm. I quite like them. I, I haven't worn them yet. I haven't worn them yet. I put them, I tried them on, but I haven't worn them yet. I mean, the proof will be in the pudding. Like when I wear them, because I do wear arm sleeves. Um, I, I like the look of them, so we'll, we'll go with it. Yeah. Um, but we've we could have split this competition in two. We could have give one arm sleeve to one winner and one arm sleeve to the other. Should we do that? No, nah. I don't think it'll work. I don't think it'll work potentially. But yes. I like them. Let's announce the winner. Yeah, so I'm going to share my screen so we can both see it. So it's genuinely... Can you see that? I can... Let's see. I can see it. Just to let you know, we've got uh, Crozier, uh, Izzy Shaw, Paul Anderson, uh, Alex May, Jackie Bailey, Sean, Alice Dudley, Cookie Golds, Alice Dudley. Yeah, my money is on Martin Pratt running. Okay. Go on, it is random. Are you ready? Um, press the button, and we are We're gambling, man. And we are We're rolling, gambling, man. I'm going for Martin Pratt. And it I'm is gambling, man. It's not Martin Pratt. Red sixteen. No, it's no, Cookie Golds. Well done to Cookie Golds. Cookie Golds. That was via via Ooh. Facebook. Who's Cookie Golds? I don't know. I genuinely don't know who Cookie Golds is. Um, but it's somebody via Facebook, so she must listen to the podcast. Hopefully she listens to the podcast. If she doesn't listen to the podcast, I'll be getting in contact with it, and she will have to listen to the podcast. Um, you will listen to us, or we will only send you one arm sleeve. <laughs> so well done to Kuki. Thank you, everybody, for entering the competition. Um, we will get in contact with you, and they will be sent out to you. Both arm sleeves will be sent out to you in the new year, probably now, uh, as it's postage is quite difficult at this time of year so well done to cookie we'll have well done cookie we'll have more competitions in the new year we will absolutely this episode is brought to you in association with the north staff's roadrunners association proudly supporting road running in north staffordshire since 1974 so last week I mentioned that obviously it's coming towards the end of 2023, um, on to 2024 and bigger and better things, hopefully for the podcast. But it's always nice to look back and actually think about, well, what we, what did we most enjoy about the podcast over oh, the last 12 months? Yes. So this is the part where we have a bit of a reminisce about what we listened, well, what we talked about on the podcast. You might have involved a guest or not involved a guest in my my regard, but my favourite bit was the, the the podcast straight after Manchester Marathon. The reason being is because of this, and we are live. Oh, we oh. are again. What a week! What a blooming week! I'm still buzzing. Absolutely buzzing. How are you wearing your medal? I know. I haven't taken it off. Middle all Monday week. on a Thursday. I've literally worn it all week, even whilst in the shower, even whilst in my ice bath, even whilst um, in bed. And that's all I'm saying. So you're walking around a bit like uh, Jimmy Savile. I've <laughs> 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 watched that. I, I can't remember I think I shouted at you, go on, Tyson. Yeah. But I'll tell you what got me. You looked out like you was having too much fun out there. <laughs> you I didn't was? look like a man that had been pushing himself to a uh, oh. to half marathon, PB glory. Well, being honest, I honestly felt the best I've ever felt after half marathon. I finished, yeah. and I went and got the medal. I looked at my watch. I mean, what I said, one, one hour, 57, 22, I was like, that's never right. That can't be right. I'm, it must be a malfunction with my watch or something. But then I was walking around with other people. I remember there was a guy that was, we similar, started similar. Now, I was passing him, he was passing me, I was passing him, he was passing me. And he looked at his watch. He's like, oh, my God, I got 157, 30 or something. I was like, it must be right then. I think- 157, 30. So that's one minute and 39 seconds off my PB. And I, I, honestly, I can't I, even now, and that's why I've still got my, my, my marathon, my half marathon medal on. I've got an eye tab with it on, one fifty seven twenty five. That's my official time, but Mr. Strava says one fifty seven twenty two. I've got a PB for personal record, personal record for half marathon, personal record for ten mile, my second fastest or third fastest ten k. Um, but everybody I know 
has also got a PB at Manchester Half Marathon. So I think it's incredible. I really do think it's incredible. I joke to say that you, you looked like you were having a lot of fun out there when you came past, and you you know you you were having fun out there, but. So yeah, so that's the reason why I liked Manchester Marathon, uh, Manchester Half Marathon. Sorry. Um, so, what's your favourite bit of this last twelve months? The last twelve months, my favourite. I thought long and hard about this, and I had to go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. So, you know, you might find the viewing, the listening figures have gone up a little bit because I listened <laughs> to a few. But I really enjoyed our mental health awareness week because yeah. it was great for raising awareness. It was great to have some really good guests on. But my actual favourite part was when we had Dave Morton on. I just loved the banter that we had. So first episode this week is Dave Morton, our main Dave. So let's have a listen to Dave. So we're here, Mental Health Awareness Week, from the 15th to the 21st of May, 2023. So this is episode one of a series of mental health awareness raising podcasts for the Couch to Coached running podcast. And we are here with myself, obviously, and Ben, obviously. I'm here, I'm here with myself. Did you just I'm here say with that? myself. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but we're also here with a friend to the show. He's been mentioned a few times. Dave. <laughs> Come on, why why are you here? Let's let's find out a little bit about you. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, um, for for the wider audience, uh, for those not on the obviously on the league, um, Dave Morton. Um, I know Ben from from my old. I'm part of the um, the British Army, in particular the military police, um, and I've kind of served for the past twenty years. Um, I've, I've been to a variety of sort of places, locations. That that episode I really enjoyed as well. I think it meant the mental health awareness week was really important, and I think it's something that we've talked about quite a lot. And it, and hopefully, I think that's probably one of the reasons why we got shortlisted for this award because we talk about mental health as well and well being and how running yeah. helps your well being. So definitely was really good. And having Joe on and having Tom on from the mental health runner, I think having all of them three on that week, it was really really good. And we'll do that again. I reckon. I think we yeah. Do May. It was really nice to have three different types of guests. So, yeah. you know, Joe, Tom and Dave all had very different stories, very different backgrounds. But what they all did for us and for the listeners and for mental health awareness was spoke very honestly and very openly about their um, issues and struggles with mental health. And yeah. I think it's one thing that we don't do enough, certainly as men. Um, But each of those guests was me, you and another man talking about mental health. And uh, across the course of that week, I think, well, I'd like to think we really helped people to raise awareness about it and to talk to their loved ones or friends or family about their own mental health as well. But um, they they all spoke so openly about it, but it it didn't have to be um, such a serious topic. You know, in in Dave's episode, which I liked reading well uh, a lot was that, there was a lot of, uh, you know, high points in that chat. Um, yeah. And I think it shows that Dave, from talking about how he was with his mental health, and, you know, Tom and Joe as well, uh, by talking, hopefully you can be happier, uh, yeah. expressing your emotion, expressing your yeah, opinion. And, and it doesn't have to be such a downbeat thing to be able to talk no. about it. It's just no. having that initial conversation. Yeah, and I'm setting something up at work as well uh, around men's health. Um, so I've been asked to set up. Well, I am I am setting up a group around looking at men's health, and it could be anything around mental health or physical health. So it's something that I've taken on board. Obviously, being a mental health nurse, but I think it's really important that men do talk because of all the the risks that things do come with it. So, but yeah, it's been a been a, a really good twelve months, uh, and here's for the next twelve yeah. or next. 24, 36, 48, however many months. However many long months it goes for. But listeners, let us know what your favourite moment has Mm. been of the last 12 months. We'll put a little question on the Instagram stories and hopefully if you feel like it, you can get in touch with us. Let us know what your favourite memories are the last 12 months and we'll read some of those out on the next episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, 
that brings us to the end. It brings us to the end of this podcast episode, but it also brings us to the end of the podcast for this year. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. I know, I know, here's 2024. Uh, we are having a little break, so we're going to enjoy the festivities over the next two weeks. So we will be back with a new podcast episode on the 4th of Jan... No, not the 4th of January. The 5th. When we, the 5th of January. We'll be recording remember, on the remember 4th. the 5th of January. Yeah. And we'll be releasing on the 5th of January. Yeah. So we do hope that you have a lovely, 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 jolly, happy, lolly, lovely Christmas. You went very Jimmy Savile then. Oh, you mentioned his name again. Can't talk about Jimmy Savile, the podcast. You've been told. <laughs> I hope you have a love. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get rid of that bit. I hope you have a lovely Christmas, <laughs> um, and a happy New Year. And we will see you in 2024. And thank you for listening. Genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, it makes me happy that we have got listeners, and it makes me happy that we do this podcast. So thank you. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. See you all later. See you later.